After what happened last summer, we are going to the Bahamas. Nobody deserves a vacation more than Julie James. We have arrived in paradise. And here, miles from civilization, to a great weekend. Yeah, to a great weekend for she's finally gotten away from it all. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made Julie the key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. something to the screen. I said, what are you talking about? But she can never escape her past. It's happening again. What? Because there are some secrets. There, there was a body in there. Who? I am not going crazy. He's here. Who? Who is here? And there are some fears. Hey, Julie, you seen any dead bodies out there? Two summers ago, we hit Ben Willis with our car, and then we threw his body in the water. Can you not tell me the whole story? I'm your best friend. That will haunt her forever. I want off this island. That's not possible. This time... We're all gonna die! Good job, one by one! There's no getting away. I still know what you did last summer. Get hooked again. Hello, everyone. This is Mark in the Morning with Magic 96.7. It's time for you to contemplate the ultimate quickie getaway. Christian Craig, you are the third caller. Christian, are you on the line? Uh, yes. Yes. All right, Christian, for a trip for two to the Bahamas, your question comes from the hit movie from 1996 Scream. So, Christian, for all the marbles, what street does Stu Marker live on? Uh, let me go through the house let me get oh. the movie let me pause it in what's my time limit you have 10 seconds okay okay what street went through i went through here i just threw some coffee at you for some help here we go here we go turner lane what We'll check with the judges. Is Turner Lane correct? Yes, that's correct, Christian. You just won a trip for two to the Bahamas. The Bahamas. <laughs> to the Bahamas. Welcome back, everybody, to Cut to the Chase. No, the coffee <laughs> reference, because she throws the coffee at her. That's how she somehow got the Rio. Yes. Oh, that's right. Like, how do you get the name of a capital off some coffee? And Christian just went to go get coffee. Yeah, he did. I did. Round two. Here we are. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we are continuing on with our I Know What You Did Last Summer franchise extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. And this time we are covering the sequel that also takes place around the 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> what do you mean? Uh -huh. No, I was thinking about something. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's just get right into it here. Um, did you guys see this one in the theater? Hell yeah, I did. You know I did. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> no excuse. Did your parents see it in the theater? Did you see it from the womb? 
I no, I wasn't even conceived until '99. Still, so no, <laughs> there was no chance. <laughs> um, I did, and it was an empty theater. Yeah. Yes, I remember having to drive all the way up to Hyannis to see this, which isn't far. It's like twenty minute drive. Um, you used to drive that to work, basically. Yeah. And um, I remember seeing it, and and I remember um, automatically, I knew that it was going to be a great fucking time. Yeah. I just knew. I could tell that they learned from their mistakes in the first one. And I knew that this one was just going to be a lot more fun. And I was right. This one is a lot more fun. And my theater experience mirrored that. And I remember just sitting there and it was one of those movies where at this point, I'm still checking out movies, trying to figure out, you know, my likes, my dislikes. Hey, like I like slashers, you know, I don't even think I labeled it as that at that point. But this is one of those movies where it, it just defined it. I was like, yep, this is my jam. Is that fucking Jack Black? Yep, this is my shit right here. I love <laughs> it. I absolutely loved it. It was so much fun. They got so much right in this movie. Not everything right by, by any means. I mean, it's not like it's a flawless movie or whatever. But I think with the second one, when it came around, they knew what worked and they knew what it was. This movie knew what it was and that is its biggest strength. And, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I seen this one in the theater as well um, mm-hmm. on my birthday. I, ah. like, I don't know why this one's so much more vivid to yeah. me than um, the first one seeing it in the theater. But um, I specifically remember um, going and I, we went and ate at a buffet before the movie and then we went and seen it after and um yeah i i don't like obviously buffets like covid killed all most of the buffets so um that's kind of sad but buffet food's not that great anyways and places are anyway it doesn't matter fuck the buffet so back to the movie um (laughs) i remember like my um it was my mom my sister my stepdad um and uh my uncle kevin went I can't remember if the grandparents were there, but I do know Kevin was there. Um, but yeah, it was a fun time. And I remember like everybody just like kept looking over at me to see if I was like enjoying the movie. Yeah. You know, because like they obviously at this point, like we're in 98 now, like they've seen how reactatory I was uh, or reactionary to. Reactatory? Is it, shut up. You're I, so sexy when you make up words. I, I do. <laughs> um, um, so. Um, of how I was with Scream 2, you know? So, like, I should still that way. I'm an enjoyable Mm. theater person to watch. You are the centerpiece to every outing to this day. Aw, well, thank you. Um, (laughs) It's true. So, I don't know. So, I think, like, I I don't know. It was a fun experience, and um, I don't know. But, like, I always, like, prided myself on being one of those people, like, that don't jump or get scared. Yeah. Um, so like I'm like trying because I know they're like watching me as right. I'm watching this movie, you know, and like there's it, it only got me, but like I didn't like I tried to act like it didn't. Right. But literally that final scene, um, I was gonna save it for the end, but I might as well just talk about it now. Yeah. I went home that night and I remember because we it was like a later showing because we went out to dinner before, so it was pretty at late. the buffet. Yeah. Um shut up. 
and well no i'm saying because i think we had to have went to like a nine what time does saturday night live start like 10 or 11 i think 10 10 35 so, so like we had gotten home and uh, I, I remember saturday night live was on yeah and i i remember going down to my bedroom because i live or this was our old house or our old duplex i guess and mm-hmm. my bedroom was in the basement and i remember going downstairs checking it out and i remember looking under my bed that night yep nobody i don't think i've ever told anybody that yep and but i was like freaked the fuck out yeah like just i don't Mm. it's it's i think it's the creepiest shot aside from ben and plastic yeah and the whole franchise like you know like this movie wasn't scary to me but that moment was yeah and we don't even know if it was real and it's 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 the shot of him did it get a chance where you can see him, you can see his face at this point too. Yeah. They don't try and disguise it. And I actually think that helps it because now we know who this guy is and it's just, it seems like it's creepier as opposed to just some dude in a hat doing that. Now we know this guy's pissed off, like she killed his son. He's mad now. Yeah. I mean, the movie wasn't scary to me. Like I had a lot of fun with it. Right, but the, uh, there's only been two times to where I came home and I was like literally like freaked out. It was that ending scene that freaked me out, and then the other movie that freaked me out was Paranormal Activity. How about this morning when I fucking went to go start the car? <laughs> well, I, Jesus, I, well, dude! Like I slept, up, I slept upstairs, and like I Bro. thought, I thought he had left to work. I was like half asleep, so I came down because it's cooler down here. So I came to lay on the couch, dude. And he he wow. just start the car, and he came back in, and I. Got Oh, hi love he goes ah no you gotta understand something because i'm down here and i got my earbuds in i'm dancing to some weezer i'm like making coffee weezer yeah like i'm just partying and i'm just like eh, last day at work whatever go start the car like i normally do grab my coffee cup come back in you're just laying there you go hi i'm like ah! <laughs> he threw his hat <laughs> That happened a lot. It happened wow. during fucking black phone. It happened this morning and it happened at work again today too. Somebody was started talking to me right next to me and I go, ah, they were just, mm. I didn't know what I'm jumping, dude. I got to stop drinking monsters. It's bad, <laughs> but yeah, no. Okay. So you, you started at the end. Now let's go to the beginning. Well, we got to ask Christian his first time watch. He wasn't born. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he didn't have a <laughs> first time watch. <laughs> I'm, just I'm sorry. Go ahead, Christian. No, it's okay. I'll make it brief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it about a month after I watched the first one. Yes. Um, I remember it fondly because it was... I think a day or two before I was going to get braces. <laughs> Little 12 ah, year old me. Yes. And I remember because I actually followed the rules on what you're supposed to eat and not eat with braces. Right. And so I knew it was going to come time, but I wouldn't have my Sour Patch Kids, my Swedish Fish, all the good oh, stuff. Swedish and fish. so I know my mom was out of town for a work trip and my dad, my brother was also going to get braces and he's a couple years younger than me. And so we decided that that day um, we were going to watch a few horror films and just celebrate the last day of freedom with our teeth before right. <laughs> we right. get them yeah, taken. The elastics. Right. And so oh. we watched three movies that day. We watched The Ring. So I saw that for the first time that day. Okay. The Shining. And then this movie. 
I know, very different <laughs> movies right. all around. And so I remember what's funny is it's it's changed now, but I remember watching all three of those and thinking this one was the best. 12-year-old me preferred this over The Shining. Wow. Really? Which I guess makes sense when you're 12 and you're, you just want something more fast-paced and 100%. just a normal slasher. So 100%. that that's changed over the years, but <laughs> right. but that moment, um, I like this one the most. So I just have very fond memories. And at that point, I was in my in the middle of my party of five watch. Ah. And so it was cool because I was in like season two or three of Party of Five when Jennifer Love Hewitt was on it. And obviously, I was at that point, I was watching the screen movies over and over again. So it was fun to watch the worlds collide. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so that was my first experience. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember any th- scenes specifically from it, mm-hmm. from that first watch, but I do remember overall liking the experience of that day. Yeah. Well, all right, let's get into the beginning. Um, this, I I knew I was going to enjoy this movie mm. because um, as um, before it even shows anybody, um, it's, sh- it shows like the titles and the cast or whatever, mm-hmm. but like it, you're getting like a little bit of a recap with like the quotes from the previous film. Like, mm-hmm. like it's all like, I don't, I just love it when movies do that. Like it's paying homage to like a movie that you love. So I, I don't know. Like, I think it just set that up perfectly. Like it's giving you the backstory without ever even like having to show you a clip of it. You right. know, you're just hearing it. Yeah. And you know, you, you have, Barry on there and like I don't know it, it's just like it felt like it wasn't like because sometimes sequels will be like trying to I don't know retcon like the first film you know what I mean mm-hmm. or they don't yeah, mm-hmm. they don't even mention the first film a lot of the times in a sequel and so I don't right. know I, I appreciated it right um, right but yeah yeah well and also too you got what's that I'm trying to think of that sequel uh the, the Christmas movie there like some movies will just show like the whole movie. Oh, are you? Oh, uh, Saturday Night Deadly Night Part Two. Yeah, Garbage Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like some movies will go the opposite and just do that as well. So yeah, you're right. Like how they did it with this one, it was stylistic and yeah. yet not overbearing. Yeah, like you know, like with the Friday the Thirteenth, how like yeah. they played like an I. I I find that endearing, though. Yeah, I find that endearing in those films, though. Like, I love it. So I don't know. Um, like when in Freddy versus Jason, when you get um, you know, the the Freddy montage, you should have got a Jason one as well. Right. Um, but I I I live for that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it because there's a difference. That's a real bitch. What was that, Christian? Sorry. I do. I do like it. Um, except. Well, not like I hate it completely, except for kind of like the beginning of part two of something like Friday the 13th, just because I think it's kind of a cop out to literally begin the film with the last 15 minutes of a movie. I feel like there there has to be some limit Um, in a montage format. Yes. I feel like it should just other people should just watch the movie before instead (laughs) instead of because what I like about it is you should be you if you understand some of the quotes and whatnot, then you've seen the previous movie. Uh, yeah, Christian, I'll agree then, with you. With, with the first one, yeah. Um, all the other sequels, though, when you got what's his name, kind of telling it, and they go from there. Yeah, a three uh, four minute montage is fine, but not. Yeah. Let's start off with fifteen minutes worth of old footage. 
Right. <laughs> we don't need to see the whole lead up to her cutting her head off again. Like, mm-hmm. we got it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's just something that I really liked. And then mm-hmm. I remember when me and Dan were watching this um, the other day, I asked him as we were watching this opening, oh. I was like, did you think for a minute at all that this opening was real? And your response was? No. Not for a second. Not for a second. And again, going back. Yeah, no. Going back to the ending of the first one. You just don't believe Julie's in church. No, not at all. <laughs> and and honestly, like, as soon as she started talking to that guy, I'm like, that's fucking Ben. <laughs> like, you know his deep voice now. And then when he started kind of like, you know, um, what's what's the word? Kind of enticing her to talk more uh, or whatever, you know, kind of egging her on, so to speak. I was like, that's 100% him. And this is 100% a um, a uh, dream sequence, you know? Yeah. Now, also, Lacey, we were talking and we were like, this is not what I remember from the trailer. And that's not what it was. We went back and watched it, and the trailer scene is completely different. The trailer scene is with her and her therapist. Right. Which which makes more sense. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I wish they would have went that way. Well, didn't you say that was like a deleted scene? Was it? Like, I think it was supposed to take place before she left for the Bahamas. Okay. That makes sense. It would have worked in the beginning, too, though. Um, yeah, because you yeah. Don't actually see him attack anything. Right. Like, it, it just does, like, a quick takeaway. Have you seen that um, trailer, Christian? I know I have seen it before, but I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. It's just, it's practically the same thing. Really. Of what she's saying in this opening. Yep. Yeah. It, it just, it, it does make sense. I guess because I'm a religious person, that I'm always like, well, if you're going to confession for one thing, then that means you have to be sorry, really, for your sins. But it doesn't seem like she was confessing it because she was sorry about it she just wanted to talk to someone about it right yeah so a therapist right. would make more sense because that's the point of going <laughs> to see a priest is to be absolved from your sins well, right. well she says to so the religious person in me is like this doesn't make sense <laughs> well you're, you're practicing really catholic sorry. what are you yeah <laughs> I, I think it was also to like set up her song um because she says I guess I just need to deal with it. How do I deal with you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, have you seen the music video for it? That's on the yeah. Have I? Yes. Little teenage yeah. me fucking used to watch that thing on repeat. <laughs> I had I had the single with um Eve Jory was on there as well. And I had the cassette tape of it. Um, do you know what a cassette tape is, Christian? <laughs> I do know from the movies and TV shows that I've watched. <laughs> have you ever listened to a cassette tape? Do you know? I don't what, recall. What would you, Are you serious? What never? would you do if the tape... I don't think I've ever had to. What? You ever see that somebody just rip out all the tape from it? Yes. What would you do to fix that? Like, well, how would you do that? I don't know. Is, ah! is it like, like Christmas lights? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, you, you, you take your finger and like you just twist inside. You twist the, the two knobs. And man, but you got to be careful because if you go too fast, yep. it'll get like twisted. And if you twist it and up, then you have to you'll go back the other way. Yeah, we're so old. Yeah. That's crazy how old. I, I just like literally felt my finger inside <laughs> yeah. of oh yeah I t- like i haven't touched one of those things for like years but i literally mm. just that's why I i'm still doing the motion that's again. one of those physical things that you would not yeah yeah that's crazy <laughs> 
But yeah, as, okay, I gotta say, and I'll be very brief with this, but Jennifer Love Hewitt was a fixation at this point. For you? Yes, to say the least. She looked damn good in this movie. She looks much so better much than better. Nick. Yeah. Like, and and that's one thing though that <clears throat> like it's it's very obvious what they're doing with it. Like, yeah, it's been some time and she's getting better as a person. She's she's moving on somewhat, you know, to some extent, anyways. And they dropped the whole, hey, let's give bags under her eyes and all that kind of stuff. But again, like Kristen said, uh, you know, you got Party of Five, you got all these other things popping up. This was the same year as Can't Hardly Wait, I believe. Dude, that was the movie of the fucking century. And again, because everyone was in it. (laughs) It was. But as I, okay, going to high school on a Friday night going to see uh, Can't Hardly Wait, it was just one of those movies where the whole school was there. And a lot of people, again, were asking me all about the horror movies and this series in particular with her in it. Like, she was such a phenomenon that it was a crossover hit. And so was this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember people being more excited about this just because they were... They, they were more, I think, this is in my opinion, they were more intrigued by the whole slasher thing and like, well, what is this? Like, what do you, what exactly, you know, and I'm just like, you have no idea, baby. It's a scream. Right. I'm just fucking, so it was, it was, it was a great time in my life where I was like, yeah, I love these movies. And I was like super proud to like show them off, even though I'm just some fat little kid from, fucking Cape Cod and I had nothing to do with any of them. I identified with them. So it was kind of nice to kind of have a name or a face to to kind of put with it. And um and that face was Jennifer Love Hewitt and her... are you more talking about her tits? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe how young she was when she made these movies though. I always thought she was a little older, like in her mid twenties, but she wasn't. She was under 20 in both of these. Really? Yeah she was she was born in 79. So she was barely 18 in that first one. She's oh, 19 wow. here. Oh, wow. So, yeah, she was doing movies like about condoms, like when she was a teenager. Trojan yeah. War. I love Trojan War. Yeah. I mean, she was definitely sexualized at a young age. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Dan. Uh, no, my it favorite, was a good time for me. That's all I'm saying. No, my favorite part of watching this movie was I was like, God, yeah, just, she looks so much better right. in this one. Like, she's wearing makeup. Yes. And Dan goes, like, because we watched the movies back to back, right? Uh, the first, uh, this one and the, the first one. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. he goes, hey, hey you remember? Because I was like, I was like, yeah, she looks so much better. She's wearing makeup. She has a little, you know, tan to her. And he goes, yeah, you remember in the first one how depressed she was? And I said, I said, you mean the movie we watched, we just finished watching like five minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, that one. <laughs> you remember that movie? Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, no, I didn't remember it. Wow. Well. <laughs> like movies Uh (laughs) well this this, and i'll say this and i'll and i promise i'll drop it after this but um yeah this this one was on pause for a long time during the uh tanning bed scene (laughs) why 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 are we doing this i'm just saying like no it's a big part of my life like i think a lot of dudes can fucking say that and identify with that like 
I'm sorry. That was like a staple in my life. And I feel like I'd be remiss if I, I didn't mention just, it. I think you're just a horny fuck. I am, but I just wanted <laughs> to mention that. And, and honestly, so we can all- I don't remember my thoughts. Because again, I watched these with my parents first and foremost. So I always right. just feel kind of awkward. <laughs> right. <That makes> sense. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel awkward. Yeah, I wasn't watching it to like sexualize any of the characters. I was watching to enjoy. Well, watching. I didn't go into it that way, but. What kind of voice was that? Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, you know, I'm sure you're not the only one. Exactly. That, that's why I mentioned it. I know. I mean, yeah, you're not the only one. Exactly. Subsequent viewings were a little different, but I that first time was a little weird. All right. How do I deal with you okay. shutting up right now? Okay. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> um, Did you hear Jennifer Love Hewitt sing a song with Rosie O'Donnell uh, promoting this movie? No. Oh, my God. That happened? They did a version of uh, I Will Survive together oh, because Rosie O'Donnell is scared of scary movies. And so it was like a song of them singing back and forth with her trying to convince her to go see it. And it's on was, YouTube. Was it on her show? Rosie yeah. Her show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her, sh- her show was huge back then. She used to shoot koozie balls out into the crowd. She had the premiere show. She had everybody on. And I yeah, I watched all her. the old 90s interviews. And so I, I heard them singing. They mentioned Scream in the song, too, and everything. Yep. It was fun. I, I remember that episode. I remember all those episodes because that show was huge. And, and all of those people were uh, in a rotation to be on her show. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was a thing back then. <laughs> um. So back to the movie. So we learned that this, um, so Julie has been having dreams and obviously she wakes up screaming in class, right? Right. And she just decides to go back home. Well, we meet Will, um, who could be a new love interest. We don't really know. Um, but he like is walking out. Um, he clearly has the hots for her and she ends up going back to her place and there's good old Ray. <laughs> and Good old Ray. Good old well, I mean that's what uh Brandy calls him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she doesn't actually mean it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. He's the worst boyfriend ever. He fucked Missy. Anyways, and um, <laughs> <laughs> so he um shows up and he wants to take her back to the Croker or Queen pageant. And- I still don't know why he's so dramatic in this. Dude, it's been a year. Like, why do you want to keep bringing this bitch back to this town? What a dumb idea. Like, let's go back again, Julie, like to the place that you hate and that you almost died like twice. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like, I mean, come on. It's so dumb. Ray as a character, as like the townie character who works on his boat, (laughs) the fact that he hasn't done shit with his life since the last movie (laughs) and Julie's clearly moving on says it all right there that they shouldn't be together. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. I'll have more points on that later. Oh, we, it's very flawed. Yeah, yeah right. They're, They're not lasting. I'm sorry. No, she would have been better with Will. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go on a Laney box and be all good. Right. <laughs> At least Lady Will's Lady got the vacation spot. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, no, but so like she goes up, she tells him no or whatever that she'll think he gets pissed and leaves, like because he's a little ball baby bitch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um she goes up to her room and she doesn't have any pictures of her and Ray, but she does have a picture on her nightstand, which was the same one. Which picture the production it. still? <laughs> <laughs> 
picture yes that ben willis took of helen <laughs> do you do you think it's the same picture like in from theory the like, she took it from the boat or it's another copy she definitely someone else. stole it from the boat I, I think it's the same fucking picture i do well wait a minute wait a minute wait like, a minute why do you want a picture of a friend that you didn't even miss wait a minute i just thought of something though if she didn't tell the cops what the fuck was going on at the end of the first movie, so that also implies that they still don't know what's going on in this movie, mm-hmm. how the fuck did she explain pictures of herself and her friends on that dude's boat? Like, how did she explain what just happened? Well, that's why he asked. I don't know. They probably went the Michael Myers route. He, right. he just found a group of kids and just started following them. Yeah, right. He was talking. Like, his, they said, do you know why and he would want to do like hurt you or whatever right they said no but like wouldn't they investigate that a little further and be like yeah because ray and julie were so sus- suspicious when they said it <laughs> no right. simultaneously like yeah there's something up but it was <laughs> almost like oh they're young and they got pretty faces so we'll just go but with the that. cop just walked away he did just like, walk away yeah. i mean we know the cops in these right. kinds of things it's they all good they, they looked for <laughs> ben for like 10 minutes and like well we can't find him but, He's probably off but, the Bahamas. But the bodies turn up, they always do. Literally, they look for him for 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> you know, right. So, right. Which does that mean in the Bahamas on this island, there's no cops at all in off season? You just can't commit crimes? Oh, that, that's a damn good question because <laughs> the, no, the size of the island, it's hard to determine like yeah. how big it is and stuff like that. Yeah. But I do know that. Like on the vineyard, on Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket, the police force is very small. Actually, the uh, the kid who was with Alex Kittner uh, in the original Jaws, he actually became the real life sheriff just recently. He grew up to become the sheriff of Martha's Vineyard, basically, you know, Amity Island, mm-hmm. the movie, which is really cool. But um, very small, so it's hard to tell with the size of this island because all we do is really see the resort. I feel like legally they would have to. They, yeah, yeah. Oh, they definitely <laughs> have to. But how small is it? You, t- I'm thinking you're you're talking maybe a police force of like, oh, man, 10, 15, if that tops. If that. Yeah, if that man. So yeah, like Freaking Mayberry. Right, right, yeah. So Mayberry rejects, but we never, we never, <laughs> see, we never see any of it. Which for this movie, um, it really works because you know you really feel like you're secluded at this island resort. Mm-hmm. I think it works perfectly. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Back to the Helen picture. Yes. Like, I, yeah. Sorry. I, <laughs> like I remember seeing it. And I, I go, oh, but now, like, I'm thinking, like, after, it's like, so after, you know, we had our discussion on the first one, right. I'm like, she didn't even like Helen. No. Like, why is she upset about this now? And why is it of that picture? Right. Like, of that day that she died. Right. Like, why? It's okay. one of those things where you don't realize how good you had it with some people until it's gone. And, but and but she doesn't have any pictures of, with her and Ray. Well, like, the, fuck Ray. But, like, we'll get, uh, right. we'll, we'll get into that later. But, like, so. Yeah. Apparently this bitch is just like really tired because like she just left class from sleeping and so she comes back and she oh, goes back to sleep. That would have been me. That is you. Yeah. Um, but she <laughs> we've all been there. Yep. Right. This is where we meet Brandy. And I don't know, I like love this scene. Yeah. Like okay, can we talk about the size of this place? How good has she got it? 
If she Dude. just has that one roommate in that size. College living, man. Well, it's not like a the dorm. hell? I think it's an apartment, isn't it? Whatever. Well, it's a pretty big ass one. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, but as for two talk- people in college, yeah. that's at least like four people. Yep. But what a normal I'm, place. But yo, what I'm saying is it's only been <laughs> a year later. She doesn't she's not going back this year. What's different about it this year? What do you mean? Like we 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 talked it extensively about her not returning to the town. Yes. And now mm-hmm. she has this apartment. Right. Like, it's like, how much time has passed? Not much, right? Um, like one year. Yeah. Another year. Right. So, like, you, like, guys were trying to say that, like, you know, she has her own apartment now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's making the, the conscious choice to not go back to the town. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's something like my college per se at Ohio State, we were required to live in the dorms freshman year and had Uh and got kicked out for the summer. And then starting sophomore or junior year, you have to live off campus and find your own place. Right. Okay, that would make sense. Now, see the the whole like dead men on campus uh, plot line would have backed in if they use that as an excuse for her going to college or something like oh she had a really rough year traumatic she almost got killed like let's hook this girl up let's take it easy on her maybe not necessarily give her a free ride but like let's help her out or something but that falls apart very quickly because again nobody knows what the fuck happened ever like only her and Ray. <laughs> well, yeah, because she wasn't honest with Brandy about it either. I'm just gonna call her Brandy. That's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um <laughs> that's all I say too. <laughs> but it's funny because Brandy is a character, she is very similar and she matches Helen's energy uh pre-killing uh or when they thought they were killing Ben. Like after Helen and all that shit went down again. Julie couldn't see her friends and and couldn't detach them from that night. But Helen was a pretty fun girl. You know, she was she was that of, you know, that Brandy vibe. Like, let's go out, have fun. Let's do, you know, let's party vibe. And um, and all of that changed after that night, obviously. But when they introduced Brandy's character, it did remind me of the first 20 minutes of Helen's character in the first one. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that vibe mm-hmm. at all. No? No. No. Um, well, she's more fun than Julie. Well, anybody's more fun than Julie. Sticking the yeah. mudfish. I, I think that Brandy is kind of like who Helen was prior to the accident. You're right. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it's hard, though, because when you make that first year jump in the first movie, that seems like, oh, yeah, they're still obviously fucked up from this or whatever. When you make this jump, it's like, everything's better. We're going to the Bahamas now. Brandy's your new roommate. Like, all these. You got a new friend. And like you said, now you're off to college and you've got a pretty nice apartment right out of the gate. So there are a lot of kind of leaps and bounds in terms of believability as far as those things are concerned. But um, eh, what are you going to do? I don't care. Yeah, I mean, and I, I like I like them as friends. You know, I think she does add a fun element um, to whether I, I just don't see the comparison of her and Helen. But um, I because yeah. I, I, I don't know, Helen was just so involved with Barry in that. So like, you don't really see them being too much. 
I don't know. Like, right, 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 I, right. I guess I felt like a disconnect in their friendship. I don't know. Um, yeah. Me as a female, I feel differently, probably. Um, maybe that's mm-hmm. it. But um, I felt like she had more of like a flow with Brandy than she did with Helen. I agree with that. Yeah. And, well, we didn't get a, really a chance to see what her and Helen's right. friendship were like anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, Helen, aside from post accident, you know, um, she was preoccupied with Barry. Um, but in this, you do get to see quite the friendship, even though Julie straight up just fucking lied to her about her past. Um, mm-hmm. so how good of friends were they? But they end up going to a club after she scares her in a closet. And uh this has one of the most um talked about moments and that I've seen people talk about, anyways, is in the club. And she sees the silhouette of the of Ben Slicker Slicker yeah now did that really happen or is that in her head i want to say it's in her head because it wouldn't make sense otherwise like you would tell if someone with the freaking hook is in a club like that Uh, right well yeah you would stand out like a motherfucker right we just watched um the batman and when batman walks into the club like everybody's looking at him like is that fucking bat like what like yeah. you're wearing a bat suit if anybody's wearing a straight fucking slicker in there yeah that'd be pretty problematic but it, it's weird because it does pose the question like is ben there to begin with um or did he just leave all that to will and then he meets all them down there but that can't be the case because He's also fucking with Ray on the way there to the right. island. Yeah. So he's setting mm-hmm. up dummies and fucking trucks and all so he, this. He's other back thing. to his old tricks. He's back to his old. I'm gonna fuck yeah. with them and until right. I kill that. Like it's so silly but if you really think about it. I feel like the director was kind of giving us like a nod that Will was in on it because, like, when Ben's son, yeah. Well, and <laughs> Will Ben Willis. I never picked up on that. You know, Will Willis. Will, his name is Will. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, he was way too sweet and kind. I knew he was in on it. You did. I was gonna. Yeah, I figured. Twelve year old me was like, "You're way too kind to her. You're totally against her." Well, like, (laughs) no, seriously. Like, anytime anything happened to her, like he was right behind her. Right. So, like, when you see that silhouette and she like turns around, he's right fucking there. Right. When um she gets the letter with the same handwriting, Mm -hmm. um. You know, he's right there behind her yet again when she went to the hotel room. Right, that means if, he's a lefty then, right? But if, <laughs> but if Ben likes to scare these kids, again, it, it's not just going to be like, boom, all of a sudden, that he's he likes to fuck with them before. So it definitely poses the question. Was he there or not? <laughs> well, I th- well, I think, it, I think uh, Will was doing a lot of it, and I think that's what, you know. Well, not that in particular, though. Yeah, he didn't put on a slicker, then just slip it off. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he gave like a strobe light to the DJ and like it. He didn't pull a freaking ghost face on the stage fiasco. <laughs> right. At least with that, though, you see him leave. So it's like. Yeah, you don't yeah. see any. He like full on disappears like a ghost. I love that. In this. Like Wes Craven at his best. Like literally the camera is like moving that and definitely can, happened and you can see the foot fucking leaving the i scene. used to not and now i see yeah yeah this was there but this that, scene the, it literally the next scene. shot but yeah. this fisherman he disappears yeah, yeah. 
But uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, I just uh, just a fun little fact. I yes. don't know if anybody ever watched Gossip Girl or not, um, but Will um, oh, yeah. played the uh, Dan Humphrey's dad on that, who also was dating um, on the show uh, Kelly Rutherford, who played Christine in Scream 3. Ah. So mm. Fun little connection there. That's all. Some six <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon way. Right. <laughs> I know, it's stupid, but all right. So we're out of the club and I, and so the contest is the next thing that happens in the movie, right? So did you guys recognize her name Will? is Rio? Did Sorry. you guys recognize Will's voice? No. I didn't. I didn't either. No, no, not at all. I never questioned any of that. To they should have gone Roger L. Jackson to do it just for right. <laughs> yes. Or, or just like even have Ben do it because it's not like Julie would answer the phone. But honestly, though, I got to say that, you know, after all was revealed, super fucking clever way to do it, I think. It, it just, it, it's one of the. Unless you know geography, which I don't. And that's, and yeah, that's I why, like, my dumbass wouldn't even look it up after the fact to check. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't even care. Now, here's a question. If you guys got it wrong, right, and you knew and you knew you had to talk to the radio station or whatever and, and get the tickets, would you even fucking tell them? Even if you thought, like, hey, I was wrong and they got it wrong by giving me the ticket still, would you still even say anything? It's a fucking trip to the Bahamas. Well, I don't how- know if I would have even looked it up. Right. That's what I got it right. And-, and this is 98. It's not like you have your cell phone to look right. it up either. <laughs> and why is this like it's like clearly planned like last minute yes um which is weird what do you mean plan last minute well like it's that weekend right like i mean most people make plans you know like what if she'd already left for town with fucking ray like, oh, then obviously right. they yeah. did it there i suppose but he, I, I mean, if you I want know. a free trip to the bahamas i'd be like screw the rest of you guys no, right. this is a better this is a better <laughs> way for me to spend this weekend well, right. where did they pick up the tickets though, since the that, right- so that's what that's what i was gonna say yeah. like logistically usually i think he says we'll call you back in a few minutes or something like i think he says that something like, they probably just mailed to them or something mail them or something like that i well, actually, how much time did because it was literally that weekend i've one shit on the radio before it's but- monday <laughs> <laughs> most amount of time as possible it was but- monday Again, you could pick apart all that stuff, all the logistical parts to it. But again, I think for a way to trick them into getting there, I thought that was a really smart way to do it. I thought it was interesting. And it sets up the reveal, which I fucking thought was fantastic. I, I love the reveal, too. Fantastic. Like, I yeah, That's pretty good. I think the thing that bugs me, though, is like, why are we still dealing with Julie and Ray as a couple? Oh, nobody um, knows. You know, she like she's so delusional. Like he literally just drove up there to ask her to come back home. Yeah. And now she's like, Kylo and tickets to the Bahamas. You want to do that? But like, mm-hmm. he's like such a stick in the mud as well. Like I kind of I think that. at this point, it's because he's the only one that understands what they went through. Her pain, his pain. Yeah. <laughs> they feel each other's pain. Okay. Well, I, I the, the traumatic experience is just keeping them together. It's unhealthy, but that's just how it is. Okay, let's put it this way. If you're in a situation with a girl like that and you're not talking on a daily basis and you're barely a fucking couple, I would not go and buy this girl a ring. Right. What? 
They should like. I still don't understand why I said no to the Bahamas. <laughs> I still don't understand what happened there. Then literally a minute later, he's like, you know what? That was stupid. You're right. Like, what the hell was that? Dude, if she asked you to go anywhere, you go. Like, and his friend's like, what are you thinking? I'll show you what I've been thinking. (laughs) But like, but you're like, the Bahamas would provide the perfect opportunity. Like, he's so butthurt that she didn't want to go to the Croker Queen pageant where Barry was killed. Right. It would make more sense. It would make more sense if he says, oh, this is a great idea. I'm going to say I'm not going to go. And then I'm going to go surprise her and propose yeah. to her. But that wasn't his plan. His friend had to literally convince him <laughs> right. to go to the Bahamas. It's right, not like this could have dude. been a great last minute plan he came up with. Also, that guy is a fantastic actor. He's in a lot of stuff. A uh, great actor who was, who, was <laughs> who was rapping with Freddie Prince Jr. Also, I found out, I don't know how up to date this fact is and if it still holds true, um, because of when it was printed, but uh, when it was on IMDb, I believe it said Freddie Prince Jr. has not seen this movie because of of the critical backlash. <laughs> Which, I saw seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's bad. Like, how I much is it on Rotten Tomatoes? It's pretty bad. Seven. It's bad. oh, it's not that. Bad it's not that bad. It's not. I don't understand it, but I wish. Um, I wish he would watch it, but it is ridiculous at some points, and I think. He does a little bit better in it as an actor, but even then, he's only got what what he's got to work with in that movie, which is raise a bitch. So raise every bitch. every line coming out of his mouth is just bitch worthy. So, anyways, we'll come back to that. Yeah, because he only gets about twenty seconds of screen time at a time throughout this movie. So by the time you're ready to just hate him again, they cut away. Right? And, yeah. And, <laughs> Two of the minutes is he's in a hospital. Like, yep. What are we doing in a hospital? Like, I get it. Well, I get it, but it's so random. Like, it doesn't make any sense. All right. No, um, I kind of like, like we talked about in the last episode. I do like that we are seeing him. Like, it's not just about Julie. I guess, like he he did okay. want to kill Ray. Yes. I mean, because Ray's the one who saved her. He's like, I got to do this crap again. Wait. So, do, no. Wait. But do you think though? That he was really after Ray, or he was just trying to prevent him from from executing his plan. He looked like it was about Ray to run him over. Because uh, yeah, he looked like he was running him over, like Barry. Yeah. No, what at that point? Yes, he wanted to kill him for sure. What I'm saying is, would it have even gotten to that point if he didn't go down to the Bahamas looking for her? Like, I feel like he didn't care about Ray again. Like, why is he already not at the Bahamas? Like getting set up that's what so okay again okay this is what i want to say right this is a big fucking plot thing because it's like yeah where is this dude is he literally just fucking bouncing back and forth like is ben willis rich like is, is he is he in his boat well i think he was trying to make sure that ray d- d- wasn't gonna go to and the fuck up this point yeah yeah. I mean, I think he was probably had plans to kill him anyway. So, yeah, I do think he was that was his intent. Because of the sun mm-hmm. time to get in close with her, is that what is that what It's so elaborate. Because because it's so elaborate. It, yeah. I mean, he bad. attacks Ray the day before they even head to the Bahamas. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, like So, I don't know. I don't think anybody cares about Ray ever. Like he's just expensive. No, I didn't I still didn't care about Julie. I didn't care who lived or died in this movie. But he did. <laughs> he obviously still cared about Julie, and that's about it. Still, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but okay. One thing though, 
I, I will say about this movie is, you know, when I watch the trailer and obviously it's highlighting all the Bahamas stuff and all the tropical stuff and obviously that goes haywire. I love that though. Oh, so do I. So like, do I. It was it was such a cool plot point that it was off season. Yeah, but, like, it's a they, good setting. It's perfect. When they, when they first get off and yeah. like people are still there, but obviously like they're gonna be leaving. Okay, so right, yeah. it's the first day of like their version of winter. Yeah, which mm-hmm. brilliant again. Harkening, harkening back to a coastal town, like I know all about the off season. As soon as it's off season, the whole vibe changes. Um, I actually enjoy it. I, I like, you know, the busyness, and then all of a sudden it's nice and quiet, and it's kind of eerie. And it weird. was like dead when I. Went. It was dead. Yeah, you all. That's all you saw. So that's kind of weird. I can't imagine just seeing that. That's strange. But it is, it's a shift and you can feel the shift, right? So when that happened and they were like, they explained, hey, this is the first day of winter and stuff like that. I didn't think it was nefarious in terms of like somebody trying to get them there and trick them. I looked at that as like, yeah, that's some shady shit a radio station would pull. Like send people on like the off season because it's cheaper for them since when does like Mm. a radio station like call people usually like you have they don't one call correct yep they don't yep so but one one of the big point no you're absolutely right her number was unlisted right (laughs) (laughs) Corey gillis um no but the thing like uh when they get to the island i don't know how long it is we're at least a half hour in, are we not? Yeah, like, and you see Jack Black. I think, I think it's gonna be a party. Oh my God! When Jack was he known for anything at this Dude. point? You would know. Uh, he did the <laughs> Cable Guy in '96. Yeah. He did. He did because I all I think is School of Rock, and I'm like, well, that was after. No. That was much so. See, Jack yeah. Black is like a phenomenon. He was always, dude. He's in Airborne. He's Airborne? in Biodome. Yeah. Like the him and his and Kyle, they're in Biodome. They were Tenacious D way before Tenacious D blew up. Jack Black became Jack Black later, but he was still a very well known and respected, you know, comedy actor at that point. Right. Okay. As, as I couldn't as, tell if it was meant to be like a glorified yeah. cameo or if it was like a first movie gay kind of a thing. Dude, if I ever met him, I'd ask him about that. It's definitely a cameo at this point. Like he he was he was pretty established in the nineties. Yeah, he seemed a little a little too big for that role when it came out. Like I knew who Jack Black was. was. Uh, yeah, when did Shallow How come out? (laughs) I don't know. I love that. That was oh one, I believe. (laughs) okay um well i I do know that um i I believe cable guy was like 95 or 96 so um yeah Yeah. that he was pretty well known at this point and i think he did some stand-up too but i'm not well no he was everywhere like he was in a lot of stuff jackpot's always been um a part of a lot of things but as we know him today and and all but he wasn't a movie star yet yeah no (sighs) like right on the cusp yeah, look, hang on, I'm gonna look him up. Keep going, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's my babies. Y'all grew up good. Y'all grew up real good. Now where are you hiding? Come 
to Papa. Come to Papa. Yeah. That's it. Because I'm like, you know, this movie, in terms of the plot, I'm having a good time. Like, we're going to the Bahamas and like, this is, we're going to the Bahamas. And it was, it was a lot of fun leading up to that, this point. And we hadn't even gotten to the good stuff yet. That whole scene where they go in and, and, and the guy starts explaining, you know, the, the hotel's history and, you're learning about the island and everything. I'm like, oh man, this is fucking, this is great. And what an awesome setup for a movie. And again, we're like half hour, 45 minutes in. I love the pacing of this movie. And that has a big to do with, with what I just said. You know, it's, it, it jumps from college and, and it doesn't really waste too much time on bullshit there's there's a there's a little joke, you know. They're on the plane, and and dudes puking. And some people just aren't cut out for this, and then he's puking on the boat. So it's not like there's no time for jokes and having fun and stuff like that. But they pretty much get right down to the to the meat and bones of it, and 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 cut to the chase, so to speak. And once they show up at that hotel, though, I feel like it changed the game and. And and then that really kind of set the tone for for what we were gonna get, kind of because at first it's nice and and the weather's nice and all that. Um, but again, I knew from the um, from the preview from the um, from the trailer that the weather's gonna turn and it's gonna be the perfect setup, the perfect setting for what we are about to see for the rest. Mm-hmm. Of the movie. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean the manager you get charles van you know uh full moon features and um i i think there's like a nice little like i felt like there was like another you know a jack black charles band is huge he's more, you know reanimator great. um yeah, he's great and i don't he, he's like he plays such a dick in this movie and he goes <laughs> what is it um he goes wilson comma carla yeah and then they like mimic and mouth it back like they're like comma. yeah like it, he was just being an ass for no reason. Like yeah, right. he, he was like, "Oh, home desk winners have finally arrived." Um, but yeah, um, but that's when they find out that you know it was um, off season, and if it gets um, real bad. We got a storm shelter. Like right. every line that dude says is gold. Yeah. It's so perfect. And then you <laughs> Estes. I think that's his name, right? Estes. Yep. Estes. Um, yep. Yep. And you like he alludes that he knows like fucking will like he knows who will is because he was like a gleam in your father's eye 
Like, why would you right. Like, they're so, like, it's so obvious. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you, once you know, you know, right. um, what they did last summer. But um, I don't know. Like, I just feel um, like the, they just made it a little too obvious. Like, uh, upon rewatch, like, that Will is clearly not the goody good two-shoes he's not he even says earlier i don't have any good memories from my childhood like they kept referring to him right and that he had a dark past right Right. (laughs) like well all right like clearly like you love it not subtle right kevin williamson didn't write this one did he no No, he did not not. yeah i could kind of tell yeah it's not his dialogue you don't have the cheesy i feel your pain right um, and when Estes takes him to the honeymoon suite, uh, you know, that obviously alludes to something that Estes mentions later on in the movie, which is the basically the focal point and the main thing that I couldn't talk about um, with, with the first movie. But I do think it changes things knowing this information. Yeah, uh, should I just say it now? Yeah, just go into it. Go it. Okay. So apparently Ben Willis fucking chopped his wife up <laughs> uh, <laughs> years earlier uh, to the events of the first movie. Uh, and, you know, they knew because they found pieces of her, not all of her, but they found pieces. So he disappeared and, and, and supposedly he was just hanging out in the fucking woods on the island, just kind of hanging out, hoping Julie will come down and, and and his vacation dreams came true as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, so clearly he was just a psycho all along. That's the thing, like, right? It's you, you, you. Which I kind of figured from the first one, anyway. Right. Well, th- well, that's yeah. the thing, though. It it goes hand in hand with the guilt, right? Like they feel bad, and he knows what you did and stuff like that. Like I know, and I'm gonna get revenge for that. Well, it's a little more than that. You're a fucking psychotic killer, clearly. Yeah. And so that kind of changes things. It makes it funnier in a sense because while the first one plays on guilt and how that manifests in one way or another, um, this one completely wipes that clean and just fucking full on just I'm a 90s slasher. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what it is. He chopped his wife up and, uh, you know, all that stuff. But but I do enjoy getting little pieces of backstory, though, on the killer. Yeah, Without... especially if you're doing a sequel and it's the same killer. Yes. You, and, know? And, you kind of have to. Yeah. And and it was so, oh, one big difference in this movie, too, is you can see his face. So, like, when he's yeah, running, they're not hiding when he's much. running down Ray, they still hide it, but you can still see his face. I loved that aspect of it. What did you think, Kristen? I think it's great. Then again, I could see the face even in the first one. Oh, <laughs> you could certain shot. So I was like, whatever. Still Ben Willis having his fun. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that they at least added the sun twist to it just to make some sort of surprises happen. Right. Because I think right. it would not be as good if it was just him and Will's just, you know, someone who just gets killed to add to the body count. So, right. um, yeah, so I don't mind it since they at least gave us some sort of surprise or some sort of nice reveal at the end. The body count is definitely bigger in this one. Um, yeah, it, it follows the rules of Scream 2. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the body count is always bigger. Um, Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. 
What did you think of Makai Pfeiffer? The boy is mine. He is wow. such an ass in this movie. Jeez, he I couldn't stand him. He is. Uh, you, you still need to see the movie, oh. Does that stand for Othello? It does. Mm. All right. <laughs> That's a joke. But yeah, yeah like, uh, and I think he's fantastic. He's obviously great in Eight Mile. He's good in everything, man. He's. This is the only movie I've seen him in. Oh, dude, you, oh, wait. you need to watch Oh. Dawn of the Dead remake? <laughs> Just add it to the list. Dawn of the Dead remake, he's fucking amazing in. Um, I've seen parts of Dawn of the Dead remake, yeah. but I remember not being able to finish it. Oh, man. I forget why. But... Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder. The like. Zack Snyder's pretty ridiculous, so there's a lot to that. <laughs> but um, no, I thought that him and Brandy definitely provided some levity. I liked them as a couple. Right? When you think they're fucking and yeah. they're jumping on the bed. Who jumps on the bed like that, though? <laughs> Didn't they copy that in Scary Movie? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And I love that he's just, like, trying to, like, seduce her, like, all weekend. and All like, he wants to do is fuck his girlfriend. And everything. <laughs> she is such a tease to him throughout, too. It's which horrible. makes it even funnier. Right. Well, it's... everybody keeps interrupting. You get Jack Black popping up in the hot tub or <sighs> in the pool. No, the best part about Jack Black, the best fucking part, when he introduces himself to them and he's just like, hey, what's going on here? And like, he's he's doing his whole spiel. He's clearly saying, like, if you guys need any weed, let me know. So he says that in a roundabout way. But then at the last line that he says, he literally goes, if you guys need any weed, you need, like, he literally says it after all this dancing around it and just, like, just nonsense. He literally right. just comes out and says, like, hey, buy weed for me, which is fucking, and he's got plants in his fucking, in like his, his little his thing. His fucking dreadlocks. I could, I could, <laughs> I could see in an alternate life if I didn't meet Lacey Lou. <laughs> and if I got a fucking job in the Bahamas, that, like, that would, would be, totally be me. And if you had hair, nice. I was seeking that too, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's been a fun retrospective. Uh, we have to, uh, you know, wrap it up early because of the storm. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was ready yeah. to roast people tonight. <laughs> uh, no. So, all right. They're in the hotel or whatever, and they get like seated in the rooms, and the girls get ready, and the guys are waiting at the bar. Like, and then you meet Jennifer Esposito's character. Like, she just annoys, like, I just don't see the purpose of her, period, aside for just making it a higher body count. Yeah. What did we just see her in? And you were like, that's the producer for, I know you did last summer. The producer. Or uh, somebody. Uh, we were watching something with, oh, was it, was it the boys? Is she in the boys or? in something yeah I, and, I can't remember we were just watching but the name like, came her. up yeah. And, yeah. and you were like do you recognize the name and I was yeah, like it was not Neil really. H. Mortz okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. oh so see when you say it I know that name but, yeah. yeah okay <laughs> Uh, it, what's but, funny about her character is she comes across as oh um this badass kind of a thing and then when serious things start to happen she's more scared than anyone oh yeah, yeah she, can't she, even, sucks. she can't even push a body off of her. i wish she was a little yeah, literally it should not be that hard like right <laughs> i get it she's but she the, had plenty of fucking time she's the yeah. disgruntled uh local bartender but like so has what are you problems. so mad at She's like, oh, what are you doing here? Is that your damn business? She like, was in Jesus. Dracula 2000 as She well. was, yeah. I think she got her head chopped off. Um, 
<laughs> no, right. but no, she actually, so like I've actually been to the Bahamas, so I know this. Um, there's a weird line in here when they're at the bar and she was like, you guys got ID. Yeah. And they like look at each other like they don't have ID because apparently whoever wrote this thought you had to be 21. In the Bahamas, you only have to be 18. May, so, is that the joke then? Even if it was 21, they're so clearly over 21. Right. 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 Besides but, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who really was underage, but but they look like um they look at each other like they don't have ID and like they're not gonna be able to party all weekend. That's like the look that they give each other, like, oh no, yeah. I don't have ID. It, it was it was such a weird like line. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like I also feel like she was fucking with them <laughs> by giving them drinks called Dark and Stormy. Dark and Stormy is fucking ruthless. And I was just thinking about would she be 21? It would be right exactly 21, right? Or would she She'd be like 20, 20, 21? Right? Like in, in terms in, of two summers. In this movie, she would be, yeah, 20. 20. I know she was 19. Right, so yeah, that's a weird because it's usually the other way around. Thirty-year-olds playing high school. Yeah, you only have yeah. eighteen to drink. So I just thought it was a weird, interesting, like just the way that they looked at each other. Like now we don't have ID. Like because obviously in the states you have to be twenty-one. Now you know besides yeah. being negative, whatever. Was your trip to the Bahamas anything like theirs? I was fourteen. Oh. So no, it was not. Okay. Um, mine was uh, we went in March, I okay. believe. So it was like spring break. So oh um, yeah, it was it was what I remember. I got really sunburnt. Um, right. We also went to Florida. Mm-hmm. So um, but yeah, it it was very tropical, and I mean, I was also on a cruise, so it it, it does have like cruise. like when they got all right. So I think you were referring to when I went to Aruba. Oh yeah, that's what that's honestly what I meant. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. mine was more like the off season. Uh, well, I mean, well, yeah. aside, aside from like rain, it did rain a couple nights while I was there because I was there for a week. Oh, but I would have loved. I that. hated Aruba uh, I because, well, I told you what happened with my location. Like, I had a timeshare. Yes, and, yes, uh, and that went to shit basically. Well, yeah. So, like, uh, you like on the timeshare, like you have like these points. And so I got this really nice hotel and um, like, I mean, I pay so much money for this timeshare. And so I booked the hotel or not, it's not a hotel, it's a villa, you know? And uh, it's like, it's like, it's a resort, like all inclusive, right? right? And so two weeks before we're set to fly out, um, I get an email saying, uh, you can't stay here um because you haven't paid for your all-inclusive fees well what the fuck are my points for right like what you know like this made no sense so like i had to um luckily they had a a different type of program to where i could switch and stay at a lesser resort right and that wasn't on the water it wasn't and i mean it was okay like it was still nice or whatever it was it was cool to but you had to save face just to make your money back and just to yeah yeah, get out of it with something yeah um in order for us to still go because we didn't have a place to stay and that's why ladies and gentlemen Lacey lu to this day shows up to timeshare presentations with i'm just here for the snack shirts that's true (laughs) <laughs> i don't believe in time you don't shares. give any fucks you're like fuck you no give me my free trip you guys are a scam give it to me bye yeah and it's hilarious <laughs> and you know what nice. i'm one of those yeah. things where like i don't i'm like no nah, i don't say anything like even uh, we had some rude people in the theater and i'm just like that guy like no don't say anything don't do anything you know 
And I went on these timeshare presentations and I've never seen anything like it. It was just like, yeah, I'll take the best one. I'll do this. Yeah, I'll take two free tickets to this. They're like, okay, so you're interested? <laughs> you're like, no, I've had a timeshare before. I know what you guys are about. Bye. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Zero fucks <laughs> given, man. I've never seen anything like uh, it. It's, it's super impressive, but I've also stayed in the places that we've gotten, that you've gotten for us, and it's straight legit. Like, it's some of the nicest shit ever. Yeah, but what they don't tell you is that, like, they, they base it, like, on points, and, like, yeah, I mean... But it's like so much money. It, it was like thirty thousand dollars, and <laughs> like a mortgage. You know, and you and you have to pay. <laughs> you, you have to yes, and you have to pay um, fees at the beginning of each year. Like you have to pay property taxes on it. Like why the fuck do I have mm. to pay property tax? Like timeshare. And, you have to pay and, your property taxes. And if, you, and if you don't use your points, like so, like say like. In, like during COVID or whatever, like I would have been fucked because that you couldn't travel anywhere, and you lose your points if you don't use them by the end of the year. Like in and a lot of the nicer places, like so, like I only had like ten thousand points a year, and most of like the really cool places, like they had to be like thirty points, so you could save your points and send it over but like it, it's just a really big scam so but basically where i stayed at in aruba the second resort um it definitely felt like the resort that they're staying at here yeah like yeah and yeah. there wasn't yeah. a whole lot of people there and it wasn't on the water i mean there was a pool and whatnot but like it felt very dark what about you christian have you ever been on any vacations have they ever been um similar to this you know pre-storm post-storm anything like that uh, I, could, I could think of i've been on a few cruises well a few meaning two <laughs> i don't remember weather being really bad or anything like that or i mean the worst for me is just like we have family in south carolina so whenever we go sometimes Ooh. it's like oh this is the one week when it's gonna be pretty rainy out because columbus ohio weather likes to follow us sometimes <laughs> right yeah, so nothing nothing to the extent that we feel like we wasted a vacation. Just some just some minor inconveniences. So overall I've been pretty lucky. I, I think with this setup, obviously, um following these characters or whatever, taking it out of that town was a good move for sure. But I do think that setting the whole vacation uh thing like and and it's very doing, extravagant. It is, and I think it's so perfect and it's kind of underutilized um in a sense i mean there have been movies like this yes but man it just created such an atmosphere so quickly that i think the series really kind of got more of its own identity by doing that by having it in the bahamas and 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 creating that whole setup because that it's not predicated upon the things that I was talking about in the first in the first one, you know, little small town home hometown type things. Um, they switched up completely, and for the better, I think it worked better in this movie. Yeah, you know what didn't mm -hmm. work for the better here? Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt promoting her music career. How did you? Well, and then she goes to the karaoke. I know we kind of oh, already right. talked about it, but like, which makes no sense. No, and uh, like the line that Jennifer, like the one line that Jennifer Esposito says, she says everyone's a goddamn singer. 
Right. Like, which is true because, I mean, you get, like, Lindsay Lohan, you get, like, Paris Hilton, like, I mean, right. Jennifer, like, you don't, but I think Jennifer Love Hewitt actually did a song for House Arrest as well. Did she really? I think so. Did she really? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure, yeah. Well, I think she grew up singing right. along with acting anyway. I mean, she just didn't, like, didn't make it very big in that, I suppose. But, yeah. um, no, um, yeah, so let's talk about that karaoke um how did like did she imagine that was it on there like did like like i mean yeah if you do karaoke it's pre it's pre-written lyrics right how did they know they would choose that song right for one thing and if he was there it's not like it's a normal teleprompter for a news show when you're typing on the fly yes (laughs) makes no sense i feel like no i don't know i'm trying to make sense of it and I just said it in my head and it sounds so stupid that I'm not going to say it out loud. So no, okay, say yeah. it. Well, I was going to say, say like, he probably had it preset to do that during any part in the song. But how was it that at that one moment when she looks at the screen, all of her friends are all laughing, looking at each other, not looking at the screen. Yeah. That That's exact sense. moment. And, and, he, and every other <laughs> moment, they're all looking right at her and and the screen and they're very into it and then all of a sudden as soon as the horror movie fucking music starts right you get all of them like ha 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 we're completely oblivious in this one second and back to business like it's just so contrived it's like the silhouette of him you know that's why i'm I'm questioning like what's real what's not right and but I, i feel like that's like kind of like a setup in the movie like yeah, because was, you know she's yeah well because then things really do start to happen to her yep and yes like she's such a schizo that I, like nobody believes her see i think it would have been a big mistake if they stayed in their head while they were down there like he, like you don't know if it's him or not like what's the point of that really like there really you know, isn't you're having head problems and you're imagining him coming for you, but he's really there and he's fucking with you on a whole different level. It's just too much and it's unnecessary. I can't think of any writer being like, yo, this is fire. Let's keep this in. This dream sequence is going to be great <laughs> next to the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It just, it's, it's a little, it doesn't hard. make sense. It also, I'm one of those people that does bother me that the title of this movie is I still know what she did last summer and that he says I know what she did last summer because we're now talking about two summers ago. Right. So it's still, it really does bug me. Like, I, I know that it shouldn't because it's not that big of a deal. But at the same time, I'm like, well, that was two summers ago. Why, why are you still referring to last summer? Last summer is when you went after her. Uh, well, well, what would you have called it? I, I, I Again, it's hard because I don't know. Like I'll always it's know still, you did that one summer. I don't know something something like that or yeah you could say two summers ago. I know what you did two summers ago. Well, no, because I mean, all right, <laughs> he, he gets or at least the- maybe if it's not like that in the title, they could have at least put something like that in the movie. Or like right. I know too, or I know still. Right, I know still what you did that summer that summer <laughs> or it could simply be i still know hey remember that summer yeah 
No, but here's the thing. Yeah, I still know what it worked better. Here's the thing, guys, and I've thought about this. Uh, please don't kill me, but I've thought about this long and hard for many years because that is everybody's argument. Um, and they're like, wouldn't it be two summers ago? Well, he could have just been referring to, uh, you know. The previous summer. When, when they did try to kill him again. But they didn't try to kill him. He was trying to kill them. Yeah, but he, he, okay. he, he killed 50% of them. But and he, then some. He's probably so embarrassed and pissed off with that, though. He's just like, ah! That he failed? That he failed. Like, even though he tried to kill them, they still succeeded and killed him and put him in the water again. He's fucking pissed. He yeah. don't care. He don't care about his penmanship. He doesn't care what summer he's referring to. <laughs> None of those details yeah. matter. I'm, it should have just said, I'm coming for you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Or call it, like... <laughs> I still know what you did that summer. Yeah, right. Not yeah. last summer. Just change that word to that. Right. That, yep. <laughs> yep, that would have worked, Christian Craig. Right. All right, so <laughs> um, did you know that actually um, Peter Jackson was asked to direct this? <laughs> oh, I was not aware. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know why he turned it down, but um, yeah, he was what asked. What was he doing at this point? Peter Jackson? Um, well, it's 90, 98. Wasn't that around... Uh, wasn't Lord of the Rings like being filmed around that time? Probably. That was 01, I believe. Oh, he did Dead Alive. Dead Alive. That was like that was pr- oh, he also did The Frighteners. Uh, and that was two years before this. Yeah. Um, I oh, think- which, which starred Jeffrey Coombs as well, didn't it? Didn't The Frighteners have... What's his name? Um, I want to say that. Maybe? He was in. Hold on, I'm gonna look that up. All right, continue. Yes, yes, I just looked it up. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably why he was like Peter Jackson's gonna direct. I'll do it. Right. Um, <laughs> just kidding. And then also um, considered for the role of Will Benson um, was Henry Thomas. Ah. Ah. Which you showed me the funniest fucking thing the other day, baby. Did I? We're not going to. I mean, I don't know who it was, but it was just funny. Oh. It was just. <laughs> I just. Did anybody know? The dad in the Hill House. Is the kid from E.T.? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Right. I mean, why not? He already played Norman Bates a few years before this. Right. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. No. So, like, she goes back after, you know, the karaoke thing, and obviously, she totally wanted to fuck Will. Like, she was considering it. Right. She's like, Will's cute and all, but I miss Ray. No, you don't. Like, why are you, like, entertaining the idea of Will? Like, she really was. Like, it was obvious that she totally was contemplating leaving Ray for Will. Yeah. Like, she's like, he's sweet, mm-hmm. he's attentive, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> and then, like, like, but I don't think he actually wanted her. Right. Um, no. I, I really do. I don't, like, he had no intent, like, even though, like, once you, once his true motivations are revealed, but he did a good job. Just of think about all the things. He wanted to go want. all Billy Loomis on her ass. Right. That's it. Right. And, right. um, like, I don't know, like, but she was like, I kind of feel bad for Ray in this one. I don't know. Like, I feel like Julie's just like a self-centered bitch. Like, yeah, I love that. He's the one who's going to make her clean up the glass. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then, 
Well, yeah. she, she like takes another shower. Like, didn't she just get ready for the night to um, go do karaoke? Yeah, right. And now she's like showering again. Yeah. Like that makes zero sense to me. But um well, sometimes uh, a nice hot shower calms you down a bit. I, I mean, I, I guess know. maybe, but um, and traveling was long. But then she discovers the dead body, right? Mm-hmm. And they go to, and she goes out and she's like, it's happening again. Like, what's happening again? Nobody. Yeah, because they don't know the full story. No, they know nothing. Like, you know, like, but doesn't Brandy? But doesn't Brandy say later, "I thought you killed him" or something like that? So she knows something went down with killing this guy. Yeah, but uh, she, but she never told them why he was after them. So, right. And then yeah. Brandy gets pissed, and she's like, "I can't believe you didn't tell me the whole story." Yeah. But you know, and like too late now for dragged into this. Right. Like I love the part when Makai Pfeiffer blames Julie. How do we know you're not doing all <laughs> right? Like, wouldn't you though? Yes. Like that, yeah. it, that's the most that's betrayed. the most realistic reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's saying all these crazy shit is happening. Right. And like, no, that would have been a good reveal if it was her. Right. Like mm-hmm. That would have been kind of cool, don't you think? If you had a mom. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Um, they copped out just like they did in Friday Five. Right. <laughs> Fucking Roy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the thing that gets me here, well, and then like obviously Jack Black gets killed pretty quickly and uh, people die pretty easily. In this I movie. love that Jack Black's like, seriously, don't do that. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Seriously, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. I, I do like that scene though when um when he looks down the dock after the porter or whatever gets killed. And he takes a hit of his weed. And then he takes a hit of the weed, but then yeah. it's I think it's an iconic shot because then he's walking away and then there's Ben just standing there on the dock. That's fucking classic, dude. I love it. Like, listen, that is I know shot. these movies are silly. I know, like we just said. Jack Black turns around, huh? You know, whatever. Takes a drag of his fucking weed, whatever. It's so silly, but man, I just love it, and I think it's iconic. And like, that's one of my favorite shots right there. Yeah, I think like my most bothersome. I know it's like your favorite scene of the movie, obviously, Dan. But oh um, but nobody believes her about the body. Like, like I would know what I seen. Like, just like she knew. Like when Max was in the fucking trunk of her car in the first fucking film. Right. Right. Like right. why yeah. is she questioning her own sanity? Like Again. she's literally seen the dead body. Yep. But yet she's going to go tanning the next day. Right. Like right. how does that make any fucking sense? Like, oh, you just need to chill, Julie. Like right. it's all in your head. Like I get you're having dreams, but clearly you're awake. Like. Yeah. It, it makes zero sense that like I would be trying like to get off the island or something but right. instead she agrees to go tanning right and it's also in that moment i realized julie how, sucks i realized how strong <laughs> uh zip ties are right <laughs> yes because then after i noticed that cops use it like say they got like a mass group of people and they gotta use a lot but they don't have handcuffs they'll put people in zip ties mm-hmm. and i yeah i realized how strong they were uh first in this movie I like how you were like, why didn't they just unplug it? Well, why didn't they? Like, I would have. That would make too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, I do like how they set up little moments though. So like, obviously like at the beginning, like when uh, Carla has, um, you know, the shoes in the dryer. Oh yeah. And they pop out. Yeah. So like yeah. when, yeah. you know, the, the dryer scene comes back and she's like, obviously she's thinking it might be a pair of sneakers. Right. <laughs> and it's a dead body, obviously. But like, right. I, I, that I, I like that. was a lot of blood. But Wasn't I it like- I'm also, there was a lot of blood. I'm also upset that, that they, you know, um, set up this whole like her punching the bag and kicking we're gonna get this badass moment with her and the killer but that never happened dude I, I, we okay we had to go back christian because i've never realized like, anytime anybody's ever asked me like well what happens to brandy like i know she survives but i'm like how does she get away? And yeah. You asked me that. And I was like, I don't know. Well, yeah, because it like it like literally it takes away because you're getting the reveal of Will at the same time. It's yeah. a lot going on. And Brandy doesn't ask what's happening with Will. Like when she walks up the end, she doesn't know that Will was one of them. No. Right, right, right. And like that's a good point. Yeah. I I don't know. And like maybe it was like Barry, the killer just walked away. Well, <laughs> but why you're lying down. I mean, at this point though, like everybody else is already dead. Like he just yeah. killed the, you know, the bartender. I think they they try to make her like Helena, make up for the fact that she died. It'd be like, well, we're gonna let Brandy at least live, even though it's well, not as impactful. Well, okay, Mackay Pfeiffer if had you, the best death oh, in the yeah. entire movie. Yes. She, Wait, like, who? Sorry. The kitchen. Ma- Mackay Pfeiffer, uh, Ty. Oh, because he's hungry and horny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, he's like, I, and I ain't seen no fucking kill. And then all of a sudden, Boom. like that was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, and he lifts him, and like that's how you like. So Ben is technically strong. Yeah, but for some mm-hmm. reason, Julie is his weakness. Right. Well, for no well, reason. Again, though, that ties into why Brandy actually lives because the last shot is uh, he throws her, pushes her, kicks her into uh, a bunch of shelving. Right. So yeah. she yeah. crashes through the shelving. Yeah. And Ben's standing there now. And that's then, the last we see. But, I wonder if they were meant to shoot something and it just didn't happen. Well, yeah. so, uh, right. And the only thing that, that they give us, which I don't think is enough, I'm not defending it, but um, it, it is almost to set up what happens outside with Will and Julie and how Ben shows up and he, hi, dad. And he's right there. Because yeah. you mm-hmm. think that the editing is going to take you back and to Carla again, and you're going to see the conclusion of that. But because we don't, that it is more effective, I think, that way. Now, because they don't explain the whole Carla situation, that's a little, that's a little shaky. Like, what did he just leave her? I don't believe, yeah. even with get, getting all the phones and whatever, like, if you left and she had nothing but time. She's gonna get out of there and get somebody and get some more help, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, like he was swiping at her and got her foot when they did right. the like Halloween H two O thing. That's oh yeah, in like the atrium outside, yeah. and, and she was able to fit through the fucking window. I love the that. killer was walking so slow. It's like Michael in Halloween two. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> through the glass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but um. Yes. No, I love that Estes does give like some exposition. Yeah, you know he he's the one that gives the backstory of Ben and that he had a son and the daughter. And but the the best part is when he takes them to the site and um, 
he takes him to the site and of, of the gravestones and you have uh, <laughs> yeah. Susan and I can't remember the moms uh, Sarah I believe Sarah Willis like and then <laughs> and then like he just like defaced somebody somebody else's <laughs> freaking headstone <laughs> name. Julie. Like, and she was like what's today's date July 4th and like but no and the best part she goes my grave stays well that's not actually your grave it's somebody else's headstone yeah <laughs> just like fucking wrote on with fucking spray yeah like just do it make your homage to the first one do what you gotta do start screaming into the air again that's what it was my grave yeah empty. you want me come and get me like Okay. And she's like, yeah, we're going to fight. I don't know what fight she's referring to because it still doesn't happen. But <laughs> it does. <laughs> but we have Ray traveling through a tropical storm Ugh. on a bus somehow to get to where she's at. Like, I never once seen him get on a fucking plane. And we just see him on a bus. Like, he, like, there is no way with that storm going on that he would have fucking made it there. And in the most yeah. random of movie moments ever, he trades his ring in <laughs> for a gun from fucking Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> uh, and, and that's just one of those actors that he's had roles that are just uh, at this point so iconic. Like I know he's got another um, great little part in um, what is it? 30 Days of Night. Remember he comes in with that fucking big uh, thing at the end and fucking gets him. Anyways, Great actor. Yeah. So random in this movie, but it just so yeah. weird. It's just one of Ray the- was in a completely different movie. He was in planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles while right. this was going down. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Ray's on his complete fucking side. He had like mission. 10 minutes, if that, of screen time. I did I did yeah. like the boat guy though. But you're not getting out of this storm. Well, he is a fisherman though, so like he would know how to he knows how to drive a boat. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mm-hmm. loved about it. That's what I love. But, so I it mean, does make some sense. But, it does. but there's no way that he would have gotten there, period, with that storm. No? No. Yeah. Like, no at least not in the time frame. Yeah. Right, like, right. Yeah, not in time at all. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, like, and he shows up, like, right at the right time, you know? Of course he did. Like. Because Julie wasn't going to defend herself. Someone had to. Right. It will, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't stop hating on Julie. <laughs> well, like, it's so hard not she, to. She, like, uh, her lines of dialogue. Like, why does she just call him a sick fuck? She goes, you sick freak. Right. Like, you yeah, know, you're already an R-rated movie. You've said fuck so many times. Just right. <laughs> and, and now it's just you sit like Julie's such a good girl. Like, I don't know. Um, no. But like, I the, the dialogue is pretty cringe in this final like moment like when he was like no more screaming no, no more, more running. running I love that it's line it's time though. to die, die. like <laughs> what a cheese ball and then like fucking Freddie Prinze pops out like he's fucking mm-hmm. Superman how about the yeah. fact that Julie, Julie is not injured keep in mind she's not injured yet Will is just using one arm to drag her across this whole island. She <laughs> he won't do shit to escape him. Right. Like, at all. Like, literally, he was holding her with one arm and just dragging her across this island. How weak could you possibly be? And you could claw his eyes in no time. 
what one of the main problems too you see this a lot in movies and they made it a point to have ray buy a fucking six shooter revolver <laughs> and there's way more than fucking six shots i think we counted eight yeah but um and that's just well that's closer than some movies at least right right exactly <laughs> right close so enough why, why show a six shooter like that's so specific like you literally narrowed it down to six as opposed to giving us any other gun which we wouldn't know how many bullets are in the clip yeah probably 12. she should have kept that axe she held and then decapitated his ass at the end when you leave a man for dead make sure he's really dead yes they should have brought a line like that back like now i am gonna make sure or something and like I, I don't know, look, I find it hard to believe that Ben could be this sloppy after all the, you know, how in depth he went. Right. Um, but like he's better. Like I guess maybe it does make sense that he's not good on the fly. Like yeah. he's better at like setting things up and setting things into motion well, than he actually is. Yes. I just said he saw him like living in the woods. <laughs> Like, come on, dude. Like, what do you mean you're living in the woods, Ben? Like, and now just... he's back. Like, they make it like he is Michael Myers. Right, right. right. It, it, you know, and it, like, uh, and I think that's why they probably went in the direction they did with the next one, but um, it's, <sighs> well, yeah, can, we'll can, get there. I, but... I, I, I want to say, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> this, this, this actually <laughs> came to mind, but this, this movie has a lot of similarities with one of the best um, single season horror TV shows, Harper's Island. Oh, yeah. Um, I was thinking, and yeah. Without getting into the killers and, and the killer reveal and all that, very, very, very similar. It's kind of crazy. It's like an amalgamation. We need to rewatch that. It's like I said, that. Yeah, this and Scream. Yeah, sorry, what? The Scream Halloween special. Oh, oh my God, dude. But Lacey, they're on that island. Lacey hasn't seen it yet. Oh really? The one episode I haven't. The one seen. episode it's, it's so not good. attached to like maybe I, it's I know. So good. Well, that's why they called it a Halloween special, and it's a length of a movie. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, sir. I, like I think I've seen part of it. Like, is it's that fun. is that where Kieran dies? It's we're not saying, no. um, but it's okay. amazing. Anyways, um, so back to this and Ben Willis <laughs> yes. and. Uh, <laughs> No, like the, the line of dialogue and like he's talking to Will. Like we don't even know what Will's real name is. Like, do you think it's Ben Jr.? I don't know. You know? Uh, maybe Will is at least true. It's just the Benson that's different. So his name right. is Will Willis. Will Willis. <laughs> that's a good point. Will times two. Yeah, I don't think it's his real name, but um, no, he's like stand him up like, <laughs> yeah. it's so corny and then like, literally so he, he punches or he hits him gets out of the way with his yeah. stabs his own son which um, i like that i, I like yeah. that too Just tell me why why can't Jules think about it you'll get it will benson ben's son hi dad Hush now. No more screaming. No more running. It's time to die. Let it go! Let it go. Oh, you gotta be shitting me. 
What are you gonna do, boy? Call us names? Let her go now! Think about it, boy. You're no killer. That's my job. You don't have it in you. Now, do you think it was too much of an kind of extra diversion to have Estes stealing people's toothbrushes and burning them and shit? Because, uh, uh, yeah, sorry. No, I like the, like, he's he was like, I did that to protect you. It's very much like na- native to where he was from, right? It felt like. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, was just kidding. I mean, he was just a red herring throughout this whole 100%. movie. 100%. Julie was even a red herring. But even that, <laughs> it's very rare in movies, though, where, because you saw him and Will down, and he's like, you didn't tell us you had a boat, and then he hits him with the fucking thing. We don't know it's Will yet. That was interesting. I thought for sure, like, I don't know what's going on. Obviously, he's not the killer. I don't think he's in cahoots with them, but Something else is going on with Estes. I don't know what. And then obviously it turns out that Will is the killer. And that makes it for just a nice little setup that you don't see in movies often. That this guy knows that he has something to do with it. But why we, just, but we why don't. Why do you spoil it like right away? Right. You know, like obviously right. like this kid is up to no good. Brazilia. Yeah, there's like six of you to gain up on him. Yeah. Right. Brasilia is the yeah, he was, of Brazil. He was there just Not for the exposition, real. just for it to mm-hmm. unfold. 
Well, yeah, but like it doesn't make any sense if he like it I would agree. make more sense if he didn't know that was the the kid, um, that it was Ben's son, um, because I feel like he would have just told them. Because well, he like, knew. No, he didn't know what he looked like. He says, he's "Well, like, then, how did he know that it was him, though?" Yeah, because he was like, "You're not going anywhere." Then waxing. And, he him. and, and earlier when he first met him, he goes, "Before you were gleam in your father's eye." Like he fucking knew. He was- knew him. He knew then. All right, I yeah. stand corrected. So, like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> he wouldn't have just fucking told him at the, you know, Brasilia, right? <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, Julie does end up shooting him in an open grave. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, <laughs> and and then I guess we're led to believe that her and Ray go get engaged after this, and they move in together. I guess. Like right, we but- went through trauma again. Might as well stick to it. Well, I feel. I feel like. Well, I. I feel like there was. I feel like that's Ray's house. Yeah. And I feel like this was the same weekend. Or, or like like within a couple days because if you look at her arm when she's laying in bed yeah like um well the house said just sold she has bruises all over her arm oh. Oh. legit bruises all over her oh. arm and the most screen time that we get out of ray is when he's brushing his fucking teeth <laughs> oh my gosh i've never seen someone so excited to see an electric toothbrush right and it went on for so long like Dan was like, how does she miss those footprints? Like, she has time to go all the way downstairs. Like, he's brushing his teeth for, like, five fucking minutes. <laughs> and are we supposed to assume that's the same ring that he got back? Or is this supposed to kind of showcase a dream sequence, kind of like Muffin in Friday 2? Like, oh, we already know he doesn't have that ring, so why would she have that one on the finger? Right. Um, I mean, he could have got it back. He could have just returned the gun. Well, okay, this is a big... But I think that would be, like, with the police. Wait, so so you guys yeah. actually think that Julie James is dead? That he was really there? No. I, okay. I think it's a dream. I don't, dream right? We don't know what happened after. Like, it never fucking explained it. Like, you never see them talking to the cops, do we? Well, it's oddly enough where I'm not going to elaborate on this even the slightest because I remember very little. They do give some sort of a backwards like explanation yeah. to what happens during the events of these movies in the next blockbuster that we're going to dive into in this fucking series. Okay. Well, Ugh, I don't even remember any of it. I, don't it I, know. I wish I, I wish I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to get into it. Well, <laughs> shall we rate this bitch? You guys? Yeah, let's do it. Can I just do say, it. first of all, that uh, doing these movies with you guys has been so much fun. Christian, thank you so much for coming on again, <laughs> yeah. man. I can't imagine doing these shows with anybody else but you, man. Yeah, I just like my little side comments, my little roasts here and there. It's a great <laughs> thing to do. As do we, sir. <laughs> As do we. Well, why don't you kick it off for us, Christian? Uh, what do you rate... The sequel to I Know You Did Last Summer. I still, I know. still know what you did two summers ago. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, this one, uh, it's definitely a fun 90s slasher. Um, when I watch it, I could definitely tell it's a cash-in sequel. Like, this movie definitely didn't need to happen, you know? Right. It, it's a great setting. Um, the characters... Some of them are fun. Uh, 
some of the kills were good. It's just an overall enjoyable time. Um, it didn't have the emotional qualities that I think the first one had because so much of it was about guilt and it was very psychological. And I really like that deeper aspect of that one. Plus, none of the characters in this one I really cared about living or dying the way it was with Helen in the last one. Um, so overall, I don't think it's a movie that obviously has that much, you know, major, beautiful substance to it. Right. I think the first one was a little better at that. But it's not a movie that was like disappointed when I saw it. It's just an overall fun time. Um and so I think I will give this one uh, just a little lower than the first one then. I'll give it a four. All right, that's fair. Yeah, for me, um, like I said, these are very effective for me, but um, I, I do enjoy watching this one a little bit more. I, there's just a little bit more fun to it with, you know, the Jack Black character and <laughs> Mackay Pfeiffer. And I, I, I like the banter a lot, but I also really love Barry's banter in the first one. And I don't mm-hmm. know, there's just something so like... I would probably I probably watch this one over the first one just for on a fun level, but I don't think it's as good. Um, I do love you know the the little bit of the whodunit and the twist or whatever. Um, it 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 doesn't rate as high for me as the other one, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna go four point five on it. So it's just a little bit lower, but I do enjoy watching it. If I like, it's a good time, and I can pop it on at any time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Damn, Lizzie, you stole my line. What do you mean? <laughs> no, um, this is one of the few movies that I, it's like this movie, um, uh, When a Stranger Calls remake, Days to Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, like there's certain movies that I can throw on and just, I don't know what it is. I just enjoy the shit out of them. I'll probably get shit for saying this. Um, I rate this higher. Uh, Again, this is on the same rating scale as the last one, too. We're not rating on, like, a technical level or anything like that. This is literally uh, just a mainline straight to nostalgia, and I enjoy it more than the first one. The first one is so iconic, though, and it captures such a, a, a period in time and, and everything, I just look at it like it's classic, like you were talking about Barry and all these epic just moments, I think. But this one is much more fun. I like the reveal better. I like the setup. I like the pacing of it more. Um, too many off-screen kills. Too many off-screen kills. And you know what? I agree. This is not like a great movie, but it's funny because I still fucking rated a five. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy the hell out of it offspring kills annoy me more than anything and that's why i knock it there you go and and again like i think that enjoyment level um there's something to be said about it you know we could sit here and break it down and honestly it's probably like a a 3.5 for me on a technical level but like i love it so much and i feel like there's something to be said for that so that's how i feel on the sequel these movies have been a part of my life forever and i'm glad we all got to uh podcast on them tonight yeah yeah um, not too thrilled for the next one but that should be fairly entertaining i am so excited for the next at least the conversation will be fun dude (laughs) that's what i'm talking about man it's so bad I cannot wait. I know it takes place in like Colorado. It's so weird. It's not even in North Carolina. No. no. I need to like prepare to watch that. Like I need to <laughs> mentally prepare myself to dive into that. Right. Exactly. 
All I know is it's going to be a blast and I've never picked it apart before. So now that we're like so primed for it and now I got my crew with me, I'm ready to attack. <laughs> blast, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to thank Christian do it. for coming on again. And yeah. we will, thank uh, you for having me. Always a good time. You will be back for, I always know what you did last summer. Uh, which makes zero sense. Yeah. If, if this time, Already starting off on a good note, guys. If, if I still know title didn't make any sense, that one definitely doesn't make any fucking if sense. If the title to the movie literally makes zero sense, you're so fucked. Right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm Lacey Lou. And I'm Dan Chase. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everyone. Woo! I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs>